Changing minds one thought at a time Greetings, 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 everyone, and welcome to the Motivate Social Podcast, where we are bringing you people who are changing the world via social media. I am Dr. Akina Finch, and of course, I have my lovely co-host with me, Vanessa Canterbury. How are you doing today, Vanessa? I'm great. How are you? I am fabulous, and you have a special guest for us today, right? Tell us about it. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, it's interesting, you know, we said this many, many times before, the power of social media. And uh, um, this gentleman, he had reached out to me after he seen one of my comments in uh, uh, a post in a group on social media and reached out to me and was just asking me a series of of questions and everything else because he was nervous about, um, you know, the journey that he was about to go upon because he's seen so many negative um, comments. So he trusted me with his vision and um, decided to be able to move forward. And um, I'm just more excited of the things that he's doing and the message behind um, this, his latest project that he's been working on for eight years. So for eight years to turn into a reality is something absolutely amazing. And I'm excited for him to be able to share this vision that he had. So Derek Smith, how are you? I am good. I am good. Well, it's such a pleasure to have you here. We're going to go ahead and get started. I'm going to ask you the question as we ask everyone. How are you changing the world via social media? I think the big thing is posting something positive, whether that be a video that makes somebody laugh or food that, you know, that makes everybody, ooh, I want to eat that. I want to try that. Because every day, I think, as we all know, people on social media say something negative, you see something something that's going to get a rise out of you. I try to have something to make somebody think, laugh, relax, that social media to me is a place of where you can think and laugh, and it, and it doesn't have to be so intense. So I try to post things that are funny, thought-provoking sort of retro that get people out of the frame of mind of oh my god do you see what such and such just posted oh i can't believe this meme or this video is people need positive affirmations and positive images so i try to post those things that makes perfect sense so in a world where they have so many things going on why did you choose that route? Does that have something to do with what you do? Um, honestly, it started with when I turned 40. I read this book called Intelligence for Your Life of just how people over 35 need uh, positive things of where it just sort of stimulates the brain. And I just started thinking that as all of the people from my college days, work and all the different, is they're so used to posting things that are either negative, political, racial, that invoke such sometimes hate, rage, and all these other feelings that people sometimes just need a moment to just laugh. Like one of the first videos I posted 
was of two sports anchors looking at a video of a woman walking across a runway and she had these high platform shoes on and she fell across the runway. And so many people looked at it and laughed were like, oh, I needed that laugh. And little by little, I would post things to make people think, a quote to make people think, or heartwarming video that says, oh, this is really nice. Because sometimes in the world we live in now, you just need something that's going to stimulate your brain in the other direction. That is so true, especially what we just experienced last year alone. My goodness, a lot of people have dealt with a lot of mental um, issues because that was different um, than what we ever expected. So just running across something on social media, because now they have more time to see something positive, it, you probably just made that switch in them to be able to say, oh, okay, let me look at this different. And that's, that's very, very important. Now I wanna be able to, um, because I see that you shine away from talking about, you know, what you have in your hands <laughs> and, and what you've been working on for eight years is a lot of people who have been dreaming about doing something and just, you know, kept it a dream, but you said, you know what, I'm going to move forward no matter how much I see these negative comments or whatever the case may be. I'm going to go ahead and move forward and take that leap of faith and you did just that. But not only did you do that, you turned around and um, I just want you to be able to, to express and share what is it that you have in your hands that's going to be so beneficial to um, educators because you are an educator. So let's talk about it. Don't shy away from it. This is something okay. amazing. Let them, let them know, let them know. So, let's, so with the book, it started eight years ago when I started teaching the GED in ESL. And one of the things that I found in the three years that I was there is that one of the reasons why a lot of the students I taught didn't finish high school was what I call the development of self. Whether that they thought they didn't have any dreams, ambition, poor, from underserved neighborhoods, is that sense of self wasn't really developed. And the second part that came from my three years there was that the pressure of some of the kids who I taught, if they didn't get their GED, they would go back to jail or they would lose their housing license or their daycare license. And I was the last line between them and the proverbial end. And I had to think of ways to motivate, to create, a sense of just drive and push and push and push. And little by little, I started to get students to graduate. But I eventually moved on from there and I took a job three and a half years later at a private school, serving a different set of kids, but sort of the same problems of where 
that sense of self is they didn't had trouble in public school whether that be bullying teasing not fitting in and then also taught in the high school and we had you know students who didn't feel ready for the world and and it was a daunting task. So one day I saw this video of a football coach who was talking about a transitions class and he made all the football players take it and it dealt with social issues. It dealt with developing the sense of self, it, money, money management, all these life skill things that he believed that was far more important than just football. And I began reading Bill, his name is Bill Snyder. I began reading all of his books and just began taking notes. And as I started to learn and read and develop concept concepts for approach of how I wanted to work with underserved kids and what that really looked like and just started reading different books and you fast forward to a year ago, we had the largest group of middle school students who were either bullied, low self-esteem, and also a group of high school kids that didn't have either workforce skills or college skills. So I went in my laboratory and just started thinking like, hmm, they actually made a transitions class from middle school to high school and high school to life. And I spent time talking with different teachers, folks in higher education, some of my own professors of what, of what those things sort of look like. And I wrote, the first middle school curriculum for our middle school transition. And I also wrote the one for the high school and we had a teacher teach it in the middle school. And what we found was that that sense of self is very important. Those skills that we take for granted as adults, our kids need now. So this book here, like I said, is just a collection of concepts from higher education, football coaching, all mixed into one that I think is going to reshape education, but is also, as I get ready to launch my Trailblazer Academy to work with teachers and students about middle school transitions and life issues, it's going to, to me, begin to help people develop that sense of self because you can't be ready for the world if you don't have that sense of self. You can't be ready for high school and all the academic challenges if we don't develop that sense of self. And that's really what this book is about for not just the student, but as well as the teacher. Mm. That is something to truly think about, you know, when did we learn our sense of self and when did the kids stop actually missing that sense of self in their development that is 
a very, very important statement. So when you decided to write the book and decided to make the transition classes and you found out that this is necessary, would you say that that is a gap in the research that's out there right now? Extremely, because in the, in this part of the country that is with the increased college prep regulations is that there are a lot of kids that I teach now in our private school who either don't have college prep skills, probably don't plan on going to college, want to go to college, but don't have the skills or the self-esteem. And learning how to give them that sense of self, working them with reading harder things, uh, being comfortable with, you know, if I'm not going to college or if I'm going to a two-year school, that there's still value in going to a two-year school. There's value in cutting hair. There's value in being a plumber and a mechanic. Is that I haven't found a lot of research that um, deals with the type of kids that I teach. I see a lot of it being geared towards special ed. Is like the term transition is very much deeply rooted in special ed. And what I'm trying to do is just sort of bring to light that there are kids out there that need help transitioning middle school to high, high school to life, and those little fine-tuned things that make them prepare is like in my high school to life class, they do a capstone project just like me and my EDD program, they solve a problem of practice. I just cut out some of the things that aren't meant for them, the sort of research base, but they look at a problem in their, whatever profession they wanna choose and they come up with solutions and they present it in front of a live audience. And I truly believe that you have to prepare kids for the world now to be problem solvers, critical thinkers, think deeper about how they look at situation. That to me is so far important of why not just this book, but there's gonna be support resources that are actually be for students. Uh, a journal that will be probably sometime in December, once I sketch it all out that'll be with this book. Because like I said, I have just found like in the last year that the development of self and giving kids a real opportunity to think deeper, to think critically. Uh, and I was telling Vanessa, I just had my kids do a TED talk and they were so touched by that they got a chance to tell their stories tell their perspectives and really think like, wow, this higher level stuff, I can do that. I don't have to be afraid that if, you know, whether that be a mechanic, uh, one did a wonderful presentation on what a hairdresser and a self-esteem a hairdresser can provide her TED talk. It was wonderful and it was moving. And the confidence in which she spoke about her chosen profession, you're like, wow, you're developing leaders, you're developing critical thinkers. And that's what gets me up 
every day doing this and wanting to write more, research more. And that's why as soon as I finish my EDD and get that out of the way, my Trailblazer Academy will be coming soon. I'm so proud of you. I am so proud of you. You get on a lot of things that um, when I was younger um, and I remember being in this program where they helped um, more kids with education as far as a lot of times kids need help, not just in the school because the teachers are taking so many students out throughout the day, There's they only have so much time. So they will provide tutors um, and all this extra stuff that the kids would need. And it made a big difference. And I was one of them. And it's so hard to find that now. And when they take away the funding from these, these programs, it just gives the kids the the more of an opportunity, which is unfortunate, it pushes them to the streets. It pushes them to, to be um, involved in things that they should not be involved in because somebody else done gave up on them. They screaming out for help. And for you to be able to say, you know what, I see there is a need and let me sit here and find a way to be able to help and not give up on them. That alone is, is hands down that's so commendable. And so I'm looking forward to like, you know, what's next for you. I'm looking forward to the more success that you have with these children and showing them that there's another way. And let me show you how. Um, that's, I, I just, because I know that touched me when I was having a hard time in school and somebody didn't give up on me. You know, I couldn't get the help at home after school. Um, the teachers was, you know, couldn't help me, but then somebody said, you know what, I see there's a need and let me just take whoever is willing to say they, they need the help and we'll find somebody to help them. And that's exactly what you are doing um, with what the masterpiece that you have created, because I, I say it's a masterpiece because I seen it is absolutely a masterpiece. So I, I just keep doing what you're doing. You are making a difference in this world. So what's what's next? What is next? What when you did you share this out with your the the students yet? Did you share with the teachers yet? I want to know. I, I, I'm a kid I, in the candy store. I want to know. I've shared it with my students, and the first thing they said is, uh, "You're not leaving yet. You know, you got to promise to hand us our diploma." is when they see this they're like we no 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 you are you got a job to do is they're happy but also at the same time it's just like uh they know how much i tell them all the time this writing is, is a passion of mine but they like is uh you know you still gotta be here to teach us and i said i'm not going anywhere but what's next is finishing my edd hopefully i'll be finished this summer then Trailblazer Academy will be coming hopefully by December. And really launching this full program that I've wrote, you know, and just sharing it with, you know, like I said, everybody, hopefully that I can do a TED Talk because I really think people need to understand, especially is with kids in the book that I use and I make I made my ninth graders read it and I make 
my seniors read it, is that I don't know if either of you have read Tuesdays with Maury. I remember you telling me about that book. Tuesday with Maury? Yes. No, I didn't read it. Uh, the main reason why I have them read it is the, one of the main characters, Mitch, is a reporter, but he's not happy with being a reporter. Is he's made all this money and, you know, lives and travels and does, did all these wonderful things, but he wasn't happy with what he was doing. And he sees one day on TV that his professor, his college professor is dying and his college professor kind of reconnects him to, you know, there are more important things than just being a reporter. And one of the reasons why I have them read this is that, you know, you don't want to go through life being the what if person. Oh, I wish I had a road or drew this, but somebody talked me out of it. Oh, I didn't get over such and such thing or that happened to me. So I didn't do this. Is, you know, I have them really look at, you know, those skeletons that are in their closet, have them face it. And is after they read the book, they write an unscripted paper about where they started from, where they are, and where they want to be. And hopefully after they have read the book, you know, they have cleaned all those skeletons out. Wow. That's a powerful thought. I love how you use uh, real-life examples to get to your point across. Uh, we're similar in that manner. It's shock value. Because <laughs> mm -hmm. I, I tell them all the time, I said, if I could go back 25 years in time and be back in high school, I said, I never would have been a teacher. I would have gone to art school. Is that I have found now that I love the arts and writing and creating as much as I do teaching. Mm -hmm. um, and I just sort of connect with them and I tell them all the time is that you have to connect to those things that matter to you. And you know, you can't let something just sit in your brain. And when I show them this, they're like, wow, he really is serious about living out his purpose, living out his passion. Because if, you, if we honestly want kids to graduate from high school and be successful from middle to high in high school to life, you have to find ways to motivate whatever they're passionate about. A kid can't pass English or math or science is if they don't understand what is it that I really want to do? What matters to me? What have I been through? Am I comfortable in my own skin? Because the academic stuff will just fall by the wayside. Those, to me, those building blocks of going back to the development of self, that starts the path to success is when they're really comfortable with themselves. I totally agree. One of the things that I would say to people often 
is that you never want to join the most expensive place on earth and somebody didn't get a chance to be able to see your true gift because you didn't believe in yourself you didn't push yourself you didn't challenge yourself you didn't take a step of faith and you did just that so at least we get to see you are on a path of having your dreams a reality now and so i'm excited for all the things that you are about to receive, all the overflow of blessings that's coming your way because you are really setting up our next generation to know that there are people out here that that's, um, that's not gonna give up on them and you're doing just that. So thank you, thank you so much. With my- that being said, I want you to let people to know uh-huh. where they can be able to find you on social media how they, can they be able to get the book because the it's not a book that's the thing it is really a guide uh-huh. to be able to help um people um to be able to you know go beyond there right now so it's, it's, it's not just the book you you're, you done created a huge masterpiece um so this guide let them know how they can be able to find you on social media and also how they can be able to get their hands their copy of the guide in their own hands so they can be able to help their it, it could be somebody else's child that needed especially with this crazy homeschooling that's going on how can they get the guide let them know and um we'll go from there it is on Amazon. It is on Amazon. I do post daily. Is I am going to be posting the link on LinkedIn. Is I am and, and don't laugh. I am not on Instagram yet, but I, I am working my way to getting on Instagram and Twitter. Um, I will I will be creating because there will be a whole Trailblazer brand coming out really soon. Though. I want to be branded by to be able to put more things out and more content out as it relates to these things. But right now you can find the book on Amazon. Um, it's $40, but it's like I said, it's well worth it. Is if you go through the full day, full training is that you'll be transformed as a teacher. The kids will be transformed because again, it's about every experience in learning from a little bit of everybody because in the um, acknowledgement section, there's, you know, my college professors, the research library that I worked for in undergrad, uh, the lady who taught my fr- taught the first transition class I wrote, my doctoral folks I work with, there are so many folks that was a part of this process. Um, that brought this all together in that we can learn from everybody's experience. But thank you so much, Derek, for being with us today and sharing your book with us and, and, you know, sharing your contact information so that other educators and, and other uh, parents and student advocates can reach out to you and find out your processes on transition. Uh, and that is, it's going to be absolutely amazing. I look forward to uh, reading the book myself. So, and, and one last thing is that yeah. I hope you all share with, you know, when you do these podcasts is that 
is for like writers who are looking for, um, like I said, inspiration and things to really make them think and be moved that I see that as I've seen a lot of Vanessa's posts. Um, on YouTube, there's something called the Fox 5 Surprise Squad in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. And they have these wonderful videos of uh, the, the reporters who go out into the Las Vegas community and help people. And you find out just how sometimes when you think people have it bad, there's always somebody out there that's just like, wow, I never knew that. Excuse me. Or somebody could be going through that. It's really touching. It's really thought provoking. And that I encourage, you know, you know, all your future interviewers to just look at look at that. Well, thank you very much. I'm sure that our regulars will definitely take advantage of that because it sounds like an amazing resource. And I want to say to everyone who's listening today, uh, thank you so much for listening to the Motivate Social Podcast uh, hosted by Changing Minds Online. And please find us on all social media handles at Changing Minds Online and Change Mind Online without the E on Twitter. And please find us on Blog Talk, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, if you have it, we are there. So just look for the Motivate Social Podcast and find all of our great guests. You will not be disappointed. So with that being said, good night, everyone. Good night.